Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Handling Today's Consumers in Real Estate with your host, Evan Russell, broker owner of ERA Russell Realty Group, and Keith Garafola, VP of Sales and Marketing. Evan is an 11-year licensed broker who has successfully coached and trained over 500 agents, and along with Keith, they have transformed the once-named RRG Independent Brokerage into a $50 million company before joining one of the top real estate franchises, ERA. Evan and Keith deliver their real-world real estate experience to you, the real estate agent. Find previous episodes at evanlive.com. In the meantime, enjoy the call. Good morning. Man, that guy needs some music behind him or something. We need that music, that upbeat music that gets you going, gets you rolling as we're going through that uh, right there. So hope everybody's had a great weekend. It's Monday morning. It's been a couple of weeks since we had a call. It's been a minute since we sat down together, since we talked with each other. It's been a minute since we did this. Um, you know, a lot of things happening. I think everybody is aware. Lots going on. And um, today we are going to have, we are hopefully going to have the fortunate event of having the Evan Russell on the line. At the current moment, guys, I just want you to know that uh, – Evan is not on the line, uh, but we will get him on in just a few minutes. So, um, again, hope everybody's had a great weekend. Hope everything's been going well. In a few minutes, Evan will be on with us. But before we Evan gets on, I just want to talk to you guys real quickly about something that uh, I'm an avid reader. I'm a very avid reader. I enjoy reading. In fact, I probably, I probably read in the, in the vicinity of 24, 28 books a year, uh, which is about a book a month a little over a book a month, and I just enjoy reading. And so in my reading, I was going through something. I'm like, wow, we can take this, this concept of what, what I call the pursuit, what I'm reading about the pursuit. We can take this concept, and it applies everything we're doing here in real estate. And let's just, let's just talk about that for a minute. Let's talk about pursuit while we're waiting for Evan, while we're waiting to talk about the wants and needs, and the, and the line has never been blurrier, which we will talk about as soon as Evan jumps on. Uh, but right now, let's just talk about the pursuit. You know what? I, I believe as people come into real estate, they think that they're going to jump in. They think they're going to get in and, and boom, I'm going to do deals. And I'm going to get that deal done. And I'm going to earn that, that, that big check, that $6,000, $8,000, dollars check. And they get into real estate and they find out that uh, they're looking for that destination of the close. They look for that destination of let me, let me get my buyer to sign the paperwork or help my seller to, to sign. They look for that destination without realizing that while success may be found in the destination, the true rewards lie in the journey, the journey to how you get there. Because you grow in the journey. You grow in how you help people. You grow when you reach out to people. You grow when you prospect. You grow when you are bringing somebody through a transaction from start to finish. So success may be found in that destination of the close, at least the financial success of it may be found in the destination of the close, but the true rewards, they lie in the journey to the closing table. And I think that you just digest that for a minute. Digest that because understand you personally will grow as you bring somebody through the process. As we coach you through the process, you will have a, a you personally will reach the next level. Your questions will change. Your knowledge will change. The information that you have in your head will change so that when somebody asks you a question, it'll roll off your tongue. And that's, the, that's, that's why the true reward lies in the journey. Because as you grow, you will be able to become the expert 
to the people around you that you are dealing with real estate with. Um, anybody can fall in love with success. I think that's absolutely true. Anyone can fall in love with success. It's really easy to do. So it's like, oh my gosh, I'm successful. We like it. You know, everybody falls in love with that. But it takes a real winner. It takes somebody who really has the drive. It takes some real, real hardcore person to fall in love with the work that's required to be successful. All right. You really need to, and I've said this, I've said it in a different way. What I typically say is master the mundane. Master the mundane. When you master the mundane, you will become successful. Fall in love with mastering the mundane. Fall in love, and you, that's when you really become the true winner. That's when you become the true successful person. That's really when you become the true uh, go-getter, whatever you want to call it. When you master that mundane so that you're going to go to the next level, all right? And, you know, all, everything I'm going to hit on right now is stuff that we've talked about before. Everything I'm going to hit on right now is like that. So success is a habit, guys. Anybody understand that? That it's something that you do daily? You get there one step at a time, your daily actions, when you pick up the phone and dial 10 calls today. You know what? It's really hard to look and say, I'm going to call. I'm, I'm going to dial 70 people this week. I'm going to dial a phone or shoot a text or work, you know, X amount of leads. I'm going to call 70 people this week. That's really hard to do. But if you unpack it and say, listen, I'm going to dial or call or text or reach out to or try to connect with 10 a day, 10 a day for seven days, that's easy. Let me just do 10. How much time would it take you to actually email or text or call or reach out to 10 people? Very, very little time. But when you make that a habit, when it's something you do daily and you do that one step at a time, Daily, that success will become the habit. That habit will become the success, all right? Here's the thing. You've got what it takes, all right? You have what it takes to do it. Everybody on this call, everybody hearing my voice right now has what it takes already inside of them to do this. You have what it takes. The question is, will you take what you've got and will you go do it, all right? I'm talking to every agent on this call. Will you actually, and there are a few agents who are doing it. They're taking the, the knowledge they're gaining. They're taking the prospects in front of them. They're taking the tools around them. They're taking all of the aspects of growing a successful real estate business under the umbrella of ERA Russell Realty Group. They're taking that, and then they're going out and they're applying. And when you apply, that's when you become successful because that's when you start to master the habit, and that's when you start to do it daily. And that's when you start to fall in love with the workload. And that's when you can get through that journey. And that's when you become successful. All right? I, I promise you, I promise you, pursuit in what you're doing here changes everything. Pursuit changes everything. All right? Pursuit will it, – it's crazy because pursuit will increase your momentum. It will unleash your focus. It will it'll actually bring you really awesome results. When you pursue something, you start to, your momentum goes and your focus gets dialed in and you start to, uh, start to see the result. You start to gain momentum more and then you get another result and then you get momentum more, whether it be you're dialing and somebody answers the phone, whether it be you're, you're texting and somebody responds, you're emailing and somebody says, even if they say no, even if they say, I'm not interested, even if they say, take me off your list, no matter what they say. When you're in pursuit, it, your momentum increases. What you're doing, what you're going after, you just go after it with an, I'm going to call it an undenied focus, all right? And, and your focus just dials right in, dials right in. You know, guys, peak performers are people who are, com, are committed 
to the mission that they're on. And I believe if you commit, and I say commit, and commit's a hard word. Commit in today's world is a very hard word. And the reason it's a hard word is because people shy away from commitment. Nobody wants to commit, but everybody wants the $10,000 payday. Nobody wants to commit, but everybody wants to get to the closing table. Nobody wants to commit, but everybody wants the lead to respond to them. You want them to commit to you, all right? Are you willing to commit to what it takes and get on that mission and become that freak performer who says, I'm going to commit to making the 10 calls a day? I'm going to commit to sending the 10 texts, to sending the 10 emails, to reaching out to people. I'm going to commit. When somebody tells me they're looking for a three-family, when I hear they're looking through a three-family or a two-family or um, they're looking for whatever, that you can actually provide the value and go to them instead of waiting them for them to come to you and say, I found a house at 123 Main Street. Can you take me into it? I, you know what? That's one of my biggest pet peeves. That's become one of my biggest pet peeves is we sit back and we wait for people to come to us. You are, a real, you are in the real estate business. You have access to the market before they do, even if it's only 15 minutes before. When something hits the market, you should know and be able to reach out to your client before your client reaches out to you. It's my biggest pet peeve. It's my biggest pet peeve when somebody on, that I'm helping, all right, when they reach out to me and say, hey, Keith, I found this house over here. I hate that. That means that I didn't do my job. To me, that's me. Listen, I've got to qualify everything I've just said and everything I'm going to finish with here. Everything I've said, you need to take what you want and you need to shelf the rest. If you do not agree, if you do not like something I said, don't worry about it. Shelf it. Don't use it. It doesn't apply to you then. Make it not apply to you. My opinion, peak performers are people who are committed to doing the daily thing. My, my opinion is that that's really the truth. My opinion is that you are going to become better when you start to do that, when you start to understand what I've talked about. You know, the hardest thing to do in pursuing your real estate career, the hardest thing to do is to actually get rolling from a standing stop. That's the hardest thing to do, is to get rolling from doing nothing. And actually, you know what? I have just lied to you. There's actually one thing that's even harder than that. And the one thing that's harder than that is once you've had some momentum, cut it off, and you stop, then I believe it's even harder to pick up the ball and keep running. It's even harder to get to the next level then. It's even harder to restart. It's even harder to relaunch, to re-go. It's harder to begin again, all right? So what you need to do is you just need to keep going. You need to keep, keep the momentum going. Keep dialing. And I'm saying dialing. You pick the, the thing that you like. You pick the tool you want to use. I don't care what it is. You pick it. If you keep doing it regularly, the, re- the results will be at the end of the tunnel. You know, I love the saying, you know, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Thank God it's not an oncoming train, all right? And it's not. The light at the end of the tunnel, guys, is you on the other side being successful. The light at the end of the tunnel is you coming out. So I think Evan's dialed in now. I think, Evan, are you there? Yeah, baby. Let's do awesome, it. Dude. I was just finishing up with what I wanted to talk about real quick. And uh, I'm gonna, we're going to transition. It's going to be a hard transition right into um, exactly what you have on your mind, Evan. Welcome back. Good to have you on the call. We're yeah, going to talk about wants and needs, and the, the line is being blurry. The line is blurry. How, uh, between how's, our, how's, how's our audience? Uh, dude, our audience is really good. Okay, well, all right. We got some feedback there. Someone, someone no, feedback is gone. Feedback is gone. Okay, feedback all right. So gone. here, all right. So listen, 
What's up, man? How are you doing? Oh, my gosh, I, you're back. I didn't hear the first part of your call, so I assume you you knocked out of the park as usual. Uh, we'll ask Tina later, and we'll find out. <laughs> All right, well, it's good, good to see you today. I didn't know you'd be around today. Yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, for those who know, I know I haven't put a video out. We have not had a baby yet. And don't ask me about the baby because it's the hardest question in the world because then I got to go to my wife, and my wife looks at me frustrated and, like, I want to have – baby was due last Friday. No baby yet. Yeah, yeah, no baby. That's a stupid, stupid question. And other questions like, how was your weekend? You know, how was your weekend? That's what, that's what I'm wondering right now. I'm, I'm not, you know, I got the how you feeling questions. You know oh, what yeah, I mean? it's the worst question like, in the world. How do you think is, I'm feeling? It? My head hit the ice. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, but it's, you know, people just trying to care and all that kind of stuff, and that's all cool, but at the end of the day. So, so uh, listen, uh, have me back a little bit, you know, just walking on a doctor visit now, so sorry, I was a little bit behind. But um, here's what I'll tell you. There's a big, big difference what I've learned laying on my laying on my back and being bored and cooped up for the last, you know, uh, you know, better part of three weeks is there's a huge difference between what we want and what we need goes a lot more than just, okay, well, you need food, bread, you know, bread and water, right? We need a lot more than bread and water, right? I'll, tell you, what, I'll, I'll tell you what I need, right? And I think we all need this. We need that positive reassurance, right? We need Absolutely. somebody, we need someone who's going to, who's willing to give us some type of, of hug or compliment, right? We need, it's not a want. Companionship's not a want, Right. Success is not a want. Success, in whatever fashion you think it is, is a fucking need. And, yes, I dropped an F-bomb. It's a fucking need. You need your, your, your wife or your spouse or your, or your friend or your neighbor or your parent or whoever to give you that positive reassurance. Because if you don't have it, your life is gloom, man. It's gloom. So while we're, while we're you know, making real estate goals and we're trying to make money and we're trying to you know, do whatever we're going to do. And, and believe me, I got a lot of notes, man. I got a lot of notes and a lot of ideas that will roll out here in the next little while, a lot of cool stuff. If you don't have that positive reflection from whoever, you know, your days are long and, and, and boring, you know. So you have to get that from many different ways. You have to get that from, a, from somebody you help, a question you answer, you know, somebody you meet. And listen, you don't have to be married. You don't have to have kids. You don't have to have a mom and dad. You don't have – I mean, you could be alone and still go out in the world and help people so that they say thank you or appreciate it or that's cool or nice to meet you, right? You've got to have that, that love that's coming back your way. That, my friends, is a need, right? It's a need. Eating pizza versus water, you know, that could be a little bit of a – or instead of bread, that could be a little bit of a want. But success is, is, an, is absolutely and positively referring is a need, right? I totally agree with that. I, I believe – and it's really funny because I know you didn't hear the first part of the call – uh, you know, I, and it it goes right along. I believe it goes right along with it. You know that that need and that success comes from what I had talked about earlier is the pursuit. We're pursuing, and and I think that as we become, as we as we strive towards going towards that success, that picture of success, whatever it is for you, whatever you know, if you determine success is dialing the phone ten times, that's success. If you determine the success is getting to the closing to the table, and you get to the closing table, that's success. If you yeah, complete that, it, that is, you get yeah, success. That, yeah, but that's success in a, in a much different way. If you get to the closing table, you've had a hundred little successes. And Absolutely. And you've had a, a hundred thank yous and a hundred feel-good moments. You know, that's what you've done. You and know, the feel-good moments propel you to the next one. Well, well, I, I, we, were, we were participating in a conference, you know, online last week. And, uh, you know, one of the things I, I, 
I got from that from that conference is, you know, you know, we're we're we are in a in a in a situation where we're we're really trying to to help people, and and we're really trying to to figure it out, and we're trying to help them with a problem that they don't necessarily know they have or they believe that they have, right? Well, I can go on Zillow, I can find some house. I don't. What do I need you for? You know. So what I what I've what I've really thought about is really the big why, right? So let me get let me give you let me give you three minutes of my history, okay? I, I turned and how many people are on the call? Give me the real answer, just so I know. Twelve. Okay. So here's here's what here's what I'll tell you. In January, I, I you know Tina and Tracy, you know uh, probably in October September, Tina and Tracy invited me to referee a hockey game. And it's something I had done before. Uh, it had been quite some time. I did it in my late teens, early twenties. Made a lot of money along with Southwestern Bell. You know, was very good at it. Hadn't really touched it since. They invited me to do a game. I, I it, it immediately fell back in love with it. And like anything I try to do, you know, with the support of my family, my parents, and my friends, and, and everybody, I decided I was going to become a hockey referee. And I don't want to say the wrong thing in hindsight, but I kind of turned my back on real estate for a minute. I was kind of like, you know what, you know, I don't think people are listening to what I'm saying. I don't think my voice is being heard. I'm not getting the positive feedback I used to get. And I go to the hockey rink, I'm making a, you know, a relatively decent wage. It's a position of authority. It's exercise. It's helping with my diabetes, getting me out of the house. It was good for, it's good for everybody, everything. Until I bumped my head. Or more importantly, until my grandmother fell. My grandmother fell, and I didn't make time to go out and see her, right? Now she's in New Jersey, 97, 98, probably not going to see her before, you know, she, she, she leaves us. And that's all because I put some things that weren't important. important. So you have to to understand what's your big, what's your why? Like, why was I skating, right? Well, I'm skating because it was, it was serving that positive energy that I need. You know, it was complimentary. It was, it was a position of authority. People, you know, were, were respecting the fact that I was there and what I had to say. And for a little bit of time in this real estate world of ours, we weren't getting that in the office. We were getting no-shows. We were getting, you know, a, bunch, you know, a couple of bad hires in a row. You know, a couple of agents came on. They're full of shit. We dismissed them pretty quick. You know, we kind of hit a little bit of a lull. You know, you know, you know, you guys as a team kept growing. So, you know, my my foot came off the gas a little bit, and I basically got smacked in the head. And basically said, Evan, you need to fucking figure out what you're doing. No right? pun intended. No. So 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 sit so sit on your ass for three weeks, you know, forcefully, and figure out where you're at. And I can tell you, I hope you hear in my voice today. I've never been more energized to get back in my chair. The problem is, my brain is telling me not to do that so fast. So the needs for you are successes. So wants, right? You, you want the dollar, okay? Most of you don't really need the dollar. Yes, the dollar will help, but you've got other streams of income. You, you, your wants are your, is the dollar. The needs are your positive reinforcements, right? Your little victories along the way. You know, here's a need versus a want, okay? I went out. And I realized, and this is really stupid, but this is how bad my injury is. My eyes are not back to normal. I cannot see, <coughs> excuse me, I cannot see the Asus monitors that, that Keith and I and, and, and Tina have. I cannot see that level of clarity. My eyes have not refocused on that. So I went out and I purchased, whether it was a want or a need, one of the 4K displays at iMac, which my eyes can see perfectly. All right, those are the kind of things that, that are going to impact me for a little while. Now, it's not you've got to buy an expensive computer. It's the fact that, you know, I ha- my eyes are not dialed in to, to, you know, the television. I can't see the television that well. 
right? I've got double vision when I look at my finger, right? You, you're going to have to find those little victories that are going to allow me to get back to work, right? And being able to find something that I can look at is, is a victory to me. It's going to, you know, as, as, you know, invigorated me to kind of get back a little faster because it's not hurting my eyes. I also can do it from the comfort of my home. So the distractions in the office or the noise and this, that, and the other aren't, aren't overstimulating my thought process, right? So the need, you know, <clears throat> do you need a brand new car? No, you don't, right? Do you want a brand new car? That's what we think about when we're talking about needs and wants. You need to eat, you need to drink. But if you think about it in terms of real estate, what do we really need? We need to feel good. We need to get up every morning and have a purpose. We need to get up in the morning and not say, wow, I'm getting paid today. Because that's not how this business works. You get paid $10,000 in a chunk because of the accumulation of all the hours you put in to get there, right? So we put in these hours. Yeah, we're putting in these hours, and we're not expecting $100 an hour, $100 an hour, $100 an hour. We're saying the end goal is going to get me this amount of money when the job is done, right? Your job is to help somebody do something real estate related. And that has got to be your, your want, you know, or excuse me, your need. Right? The money's the one. You have to do it because you love doing it. You have to get out of bed and come back to the RG office with a slight bit of a headache, a little bit of double vision, have somebody drive you to and from because you, you need to be there and you need that positive reinforcement from, quite frankly, my friends and people I consider my family. You know, you need that. So I don't know if this is where you expected my needs and wants to go, but that's, that's kind of that's my monologue there, man. Any, uh, anything on that? Oh, well said, well said. And I think it takes that time of relax, uh, relaxation, takes that the time of sitting back to actually really understand that and really gain that. And I don't believe many people, and I know for sure you would not do that if you were not forced to. And I think that what's going to happen now is as you come out of that, you're going to come out higher. You're going to come out being able to accomplish more because you've got a different vision. You've got a different, you know, and there's a difference between, I guess, and I, I don't mean to get all weird on it, but it's a difference between sight and vision. Your, your sight is different. Your vision is different. Where you're going now is different. And where the company will be led now is a little bit different because we've got a different perspective. And I well, think that I, when I you're getting that perspective, uh, you sitting back as the I'll, – I'll use it as the captain of this ship. You sitting back and looking around and seeing, okay, where are we really going? Everything is about to change. Everything's going to get really well, really good. And uh, well, I, mean, I think well, that's look, a good thing. Let's ask everybody, are, the, are you guys on the direction you want, to be, you want to be on, right? And I know some people will be like, no. Well, then I would answer, well, what direction do you really want to be on? Well, I want to make money. Well, listen, guys, life is not that simple. Life is not that simple you want to make money. You want to go make money, go work eight hours at Dunkin' Donuts and walk out with 80 bucks if you want to make money. That's, that's, not, what, that's not the journey we're on, right? We, we yeah. come in and we make these goals. And we don't necessarily stick to the goals. We, we try to steer over our headlights. You know, our goal is to do this by X time. So let's just say, for example, just a stupid example. You know, we want to have, you know, $5,000 in a savings account, which is, which is a goal, you know, many years ago, a couple years ago. We don't just put one pile of $5,000 and never touch it again. You have to build that, that reserve up, right, continuing to pay your bills and continuing to do what you got to do. And then when you have a little extra, you toss it in. That's a goal that takes time. You don't save for college overnight, right? It takes time, right? You don't you don't exactly. ask your wife you don't ask your wife to marry you on the first date, right? It takes time, right? Kids learn; they take time, you know. I mean, think exactly. about this. My my nine year old is is developing into a young lady. That takes time. It's taken nine years for her body to say, okay, 
now little little hormones and little you know whatever else in the chicken nuggets he's been eating but you know <laughs> nature has taken time to 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 put her into that stage of her life you can't come on board and be like listen i need to make money i can't chase the paper that's not what this business is about it's never been about that you know never been about that and that is our need my need is to help people become real estate agents and be successful and be happy my want is that I make a different, a, a, you know, decent wage in the meantime. My return is, is fair. I'm not looking for a lot. I don't drive a Bentley. You know, I don't live in a million-dollar house. You know, I probably Although I have seen that picture with you with the Bentley. I'm just saying. I did have a, I did have a Bentley for about two weeks, and it was a very special two weeks. But, uh, the, you know, we're, we're here to help you guys. That is, that is our want, you know. That is, our, that is our need. Excuse me. That is our need. You guys, I think you guys know, you know, we, we all can make a lot more money. I specifically can make a lot more money if I didn't have such allegiance to what, what drives me and helping you guys do deals drives me. You know, I've said to myself, this one, one point, and I'll wrap it up. I could go out with you, Keith, and we could have the, you know, the, the Russell Garofola team and we could sell 20 homes a year. Without We'd, any crush it. We'd crush it. We could, we could, t- we could tell everyone goodbye, close the doors. You and I go rent some $200 desk somewhere and we do 10, 12 deals a year without fail. Right, without fail. But that's not where I'm at, man. That's not yeah. what I want to do. That's not what I want to do. Right? Exactly. It's not my need. It's not my need. My need is to help you guys grow. My need is to be in the trenches with other fellow people that that we like and, and believe in what we're selling. Believe in what they're going to follow the leader. That's really where I'm at. You know? Do I want to be rich? Sure. Sure, I do. You know? I mean, you know, Keith, you could probably attest this. I've taken some financial risk in the last four years that other people would just dream of. Some have been better, some have not been better. You know, but I remember exactly. going up to I remember going up to Lawrence and buying that Jeep, and you're looking at me like, you're God, I thought nuts. we were gonna you're, die. You don't, no, yeah, but even the financial end of it, the financial end of it, you're like, you're, you're fucking nuts. Like, there's no way I'd go up and drop, you know, three grand on a Jeep and just boom, fucking, I'll figure it out. Without tomorrow. talking you know? to my wife. No, you know, and, and frankly, and frankly, basically rolling the dice on most of the liquid cash I had available to me, you know. And you're like, I would never. You're, I know you said it to me. She said, I would never do that, you know. And did that to you? Yeah. Some have been good. Some have not been good, you know. Yeah. But I, I think you know the need for success and the positive reinforcement and the doctor to tell you you're getting better and and being able to to you know to, to function a couple hours at a time versus one hour time is what I'm at. You know the want. Money will come, man. You know, we all want money. You know, but we've got what we need for the most part. None of us are homeless. You know, we, our yeah. situation could improve. You know, but you know, you get. You yeah. get I don't want to ramble. I don't want to ramble. But that's hey, where I'm at, man. Let's wrap up. That's let's wrap at. up right here. Any Evan? Awesome, awesome. Good to have you back. Good to hear you. Uh, hear you back on the call. I'm sure everybody feels that way. You got any parting thoughts? Oh man, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell my story a little deeper. Probably a little later in the week, I'm gonna give you about 15, 20 minutes of where I've been the last three weeks, and uh, give you my perception on it, my perspective on it. But now's not the time for that. But we will uh, we'll have that call later on in the week. Right on, right on. Well, guys, thanks for joining today. Glad you could uh, hear hear Evan today, and and of course, dial in and and uh, and check out EvanLive.com. If you go there, you'll go into the uh, you'll see all the all of these. Uh, calls we do are, are logged right there in iTunes at evanlive.com. Thank you for listening to Handling Today's Consumers in Real Estate with your host, Evan Russell. To listen to a previous episode of our HTC podcast, 
you can visit evanlive.com or find him in the iTunes Music Store.